0: it is monday which means it's time for enterprise at eight this is live long in podcast star trek enterprise rewatch series and tonight's episode it's been about 20 years 20 years 20 years yes since tonight's episode dawn first aired but we're just getting started here at enterprise at eight i'm jody simpson and along with me is the man who is no good unless he's had his coffee adam woodward how'd
1: you know that's absolutely
0: true it is true, yeah. That is absolutely true. You and Candace share the same thing. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm good until I've my coffee. Uh, exactly, uh, and of course, Adam and I are joined by some awesome panelists tonight. Joining us is Live Long and Podcast, awesome producer, and the man who has seen things he could never imagine back home, Dave Mater.
2: That's right, and I got pregnant once, but that's a long story. It was in a rowboat. It's a whole different thing.
0: Yes, indeed. <laughs> Ooh, uh, And, of course, who can forget the man who approves of the little screen time devoted to Captain Archer in this episode, Kevin Millard.
3: I do approve
0: of very <laughs> little Archer. Yes, I would even approve of a very little Archer. A very little archer, like just a tiny one, (laughs) you wouldn't be able to see him walking around the bridge, though. (laughs) So, this is the 38th episode of the series. This episode is about uh, well, in a shuttle pod performing tests, Tucker is attacked by a hostile alien and is forced to crash land on a desolate moon. Yeah, we've seen this before. It's okay, it's okay. We've seen this before. It was well done, it's a good episode. Yeah, yeah. I th- I think it's a good episode. I don't know how I you guys. I don't mind when this.
1: we see what they've done like, when they redo it well. Like, I you
0: know, yeah, Enterprise. yeah. Because Enterprise has also redone episodes that are just not done well.
1: <laughs> or you just yeah. get bored. I've seen it before and I'm bored, but this one was good. Yeah, yeah exactly. exactly. Everybody's referencing Darmok, right? And yeah. Well,
2: it was also in a way.
3: A, in I a think way, Darmok mixed with that one with Jordy
2: and the wrong. Yeah, the way. enemy. The enemy. Oh yeah. the enemy. Yeah. Enemy. And Voyager did a ton of episodes like this where Oh each, yeah,
0: every like fourth episode of Voyager was one of these it's episodes. It's not even Star
3: Trek. Every show does an episode like this. Like it's yes.
0: uh, Yeah.
2: Yeah. It, like, something and, like this where yeah, it's like there's no communication, the, the officer, like the character in question has to find a way to communicate with this adversary and the the power of love will prevail. So that's the the moral of the story. <laughs>
0: You just need Huey Lewis and you're good. I don't
1: know where this is, uh, like, I can't find the reference, but apparently, I was going to save it for fun facts, but I'm going to do it now. Is that <clears throat> this is the second French Star Trek franchise episode based on Barry Longyear's 1980 novella, Enemy Mine, which I posted last night? Uh, I didn't know that until then. So, 1985, the movie had um, Dennis Quaid and, and Lewis Gossett Jr. in it, too. It it's a good movie. It yeah. But it re- really reminded me of that more than Darmack, or the enemy. So.
2: Yeah. Kevin. There you go.
0: What? <laughs> what? <laughs> <laughs> oh, no. How do you feel about the episode, Kevin? It's pretty good. I,
3: it, I'll it. It's all right. It's oh,
2: um, Adam's relieved. I oh, yeah.
3: It's not my favorite of these episodes, but it's good. It's yeah.
0: it's good. Yeah, it's It's, not, it's, not, it's not... no Darmok, obviously. But no. Yeah, <laughs> it's
2: uh, it's it's, it's incredibly, from my perspective, compl- incredibly mediocre and completely acceptable and completely forgettable as well um like it's 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 not bad it's not good it's very middle of the road to to that that. to that
3: dave i watched this last week and i actually do remember very little
2: i just watched it again (laughs) uh leading up to it um you know it had been a week because we were gonna do this last week and then uh we had some conflicts and jody was ill and so we pushed it to this week um so it was kind of interesting like because normally I do the all the prep, like get all the screenshots and all the sounds uh, the day of, or maybe the day before. But uh, this has been a week, so let's see how much how on we are here. This is one of the
3: first episodes where they I haven't been like they could have done this better. Like maybe this story should have been the one. No, it was good. It was.
2: I was fine. Like there's a few things I was starting to understand more. Like they were okay. He was so I was like, why was Trip on this shuttle by himself? to start the episode and on the rewatch tonight I was like oh he's he he, in his log his chief engineer's log he talks about that he's putting some new systems into the shuttle pod some new autopilot systems or something and
1: uh speak to again the same old question that we always have is why does he do everything himself he's got no he's got a crew he's got
2: Yeah, he was something about like the fact that there plot was plot device. That's plot, nice. plot. But it was something about like there's gas giant and all these different moons was like going to be a gravimetric jigsaw puzzle or something, and uh, and and this was a good uh, testing ground for the, the the new pilot systems or autopilot systems, I think. It, uh, but
3: it kind of harkens back to Scotty because Scotty did everything on his own too.
2: Yeah, pretty but, much. Like, it's yeah, I, I don't know. Like, it's just interesting that they're so f- the ship, the shuttle, so far from Enterprise. The shuttle, he's only one on board, but uh, I think it's it's just what the story demands. It's that we, we want to get these two to get marooned together, um, and so yeah, so we get this call from Archer. And he's like, "Hey, I think um, you are gonna have some company in a minute." There is something approaching. Like this interference cuts off, and we meet this other shuttle, and he tries to say hello, like, "Hey, it's me, Tucker." But you know, what do aliens do when they don't like you? They just fire you. Get it's the true. hell out. You know, this is a very typical. Apologize, response. gentlemen. I have to
0: uh, jump away for a minute. Okay. So. No problem. No yep. problem.
2: Um, so, yeah. So they shoot at him. He's moving around and basically, uh-oh, I'm going to have to make a crash landing where, of course, everything on the shuttle will be broken except for the pilot himself. He'll be fine. <laughs> But um, but everything the shuttle won't work. They, they talked. There was interference. Uh, selenium isotopes, which I feel like have been in other Star Trek episodes, so it's almost it's consistent. Anyway, down the shuttle goes, and that's the 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 cold open for the episode. Um, but you know, and then we we come back after credits. I uh, Got Enterprise here. They're looking at through the. Mo- they can't quite find anything. Um, no, there's too much interference. Reed is useless. He can't. He's like I don't know. There's too much interference. What do you want me to do? You know, and like, you, like this look on Archer's face kind of says it all. Like, come on.
3: I feel like Paul should be the one, though. She's the science officer. Well, she she kind
2: of jumps in here right after, and she was like, "Yeah, well, there's some science things going on, and this is why it's not working." <laughs> don't don't rag on don't rag on Malcolm. And he was like, "I was very content making this your fault, Malcolm." But you know, they move on. Hoshi can't do anything either um so they gotta just start searching 20 was it 60 moons they have to go through it was like 62 moons i think it was, like it was, that, yeah it was it was it seemed like it seemed like a daunting task especially with all the the sensor um things anyway to the planet we go trip he's fine except his shuttle is completely busted he's in the dark on this like kind of desert type planet um He's given his logs along here, uh, making making his recordings. He's t- treated a, a minor cut with like a Q tip. <coughs> he doesn't want to get infection. Um, no, Dave, but, yeah,
1: you made a great point though. I, I think I'd love to see a crash. Like like what happens in the like? Do they have seatbelts? Because they'd be really flying around in there.
2: Well, yeah. Like usually, what happens is the shuttles go down, and what the the result is always the same. And everything's broken. And so people. Except for the people, they're fine. Like a little cut here or there, yeah, a little bit of a bruise, right? So I guess he hit his head off something on the crash, right? Um, so like, t- just to sell, this wasn't a completely smooth thing, but uh, you know, I don't like we. Uh, I, just, I don't know if you guys saw the most recent Lower Decks episode, but th- yes, there was yeah, and when the, the the shuttle comes into the Cerritos, uh, it does like <laughs> ten flips, and uh, <laughs> and like they're just like, oh, they're lucky to be alive, right? So. All well, comes through here. Um, so anyway, so so tripp's basically trying to fix his transceiver so he can call for help. You that's not that's cool. cool trip,
1: though, right away. Mm-hmm. Like there's no like if this was Malcolm, he would be like, you know, saying how much he wants to die. <laughs> Maybe I can just kill myself. You know, Trip. Yeah, He would have cut his throat already.
3: Oh, I'm marooned. There's sixty moons. They're never gonna find me.
2: Yeah, it's the end. It's the end of me. Uh, yeah, he would be digging his own grave by this point, just so he can like fall back into it. Writing his own eulogy would be Malcolm.
1: And yeah, and then then he'd start up the uh, you know, his his letters to his female conquest or whatever again. But oh, oh, we
2: got we got some breaking, we got some uh, breaking news here from Sam Higdon. Got oh, exciting news he wants to share we're, we're listening and the how was the wedding it was good made a good time at the wedding sam thank you um just married now but anyway back to trip at least he's, he's a doer he gets
1: right to it let's fix this thing
2: let's fix this thing and i guess he's it, i don't know how because uh T-Paul says later on the episode like at night this plant this moon gets down to like you know minus five minus ten celsius um so I guess it's like we can assume that's what is going on here because it seems like it's pretty cold and then it's going to go up to 130 Celsius 70 later 170. 170 that's too hot for people if you don't know um and so anyway anything so- over anything fi- over 50 Celsius pretty much will kill you um <laughs> in, in 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 a pretty sh- uh short amount of time so uh yeah so anyway he's hearing some stuff and uh and we meet the um yeah, oh, he has this pipe. You guess he didn't have a phaser on the shuttle? He didn't have his own yeah. phaser, right? Didn't bring it. Very unprepared. They never,
0: they never have phasers when they need them. No wait a second. I, I, there's another thing. I think we've seen like a like an
1: emergency kit with a phaser in some, one of yes. the drawers somewhere in the chest sure. yeah. the
2: shuttle has emergency water I and food and other the,
1: the, the
3: phaser must have broken when it crashed yeah
2: yeah Monster. all all destroy they always break.
3: those
0: things break like nuts
2: <laughs> anything that will help the protagonist of this story will be broken yeah and yeah and anything except for a flashlight that's the only thing that's gonna that he needs just so you can see this guy come kick his ass and steal his shit that was kind of like the whole goal here so yeah so trips trips up there he, and he hides in the shuttle like there's this, this whole castle where like the alien what's his name um i just trying to, remember. I think we learned it later in the. Air. It's like Zaktar, Zaktar, yeah. or something this, like that.
3: This, when he's hiding in the shuttle, it reminded me of Galileo 7. It's,
2: with, it's Zocan. Like, Zocan is his name. Zocan. Yeah, Zocan. And he's, yeah, trip. Uh, and he doesn't drink water, he drinks like slime. Anyway, so <laughs> where is it here? Yeah, so he just, he, he's son of a bitch, stole my transceiver, was like the next line here. Where he realizes it that it's gone. But we have another another uh a campfire. Another campfire. Yeah. But how do you make I guess you had to have maybe had the phaser to start the campfire, or maybe had some other way of doing that? But anyway, um for a planet that gets up to 130 Celsius in the daytime, uh it's amazing that there's any plant life here at all. But um I guess it's it's resilient anyway so then we see this other ship approach we'll learn that this is the uh the aliens themselves they are the arconians as the name of the species um and they approach enterprise and uh to explains that uh that she knows who they are she knows that who the, this like that they that they've met the vulcans before and there, you know, we see that they're the same species as the guy that Tripp's dealing with on the planet. But the Universal Translator is working in this case. Uh, Doctor, or sorry, Captain something Zashar? I don't know.
0: Zashar or something, yeah. Yeah.
2: And, uh, and uh, to, like T'Pol explains, like, uh, they're very um, unpredictable. They're very, like, aggressive. Um, they kind of look like, like alligator people, really. Um, and they don't like Vulcans. And then he's like, "What's with the Vulcan? Hey, what do you got a Vulcan going on there?" And she's like, mm,
0: this, seems, I'm, "This is awkward." I was hoping Archer would be like, "Yeah, fucking Vulcans." Yeah, like <laughs> that would have been
3: awesome. They could have. That might have greased the wheels a little bit if he had been yeah. like, "Yeah, I'm not happy about it either." Yeah, fucking Vulcans.
0: <laughs> All they do is bitch about
2: how much we smell. <sighs> so, the,
0: we checked um... the chat.
2: We checked it. We checked it. You got new exciting news? Hit us. You haven't told us the news yet, but we're ready. We
1: are.
0: Okay.
2: Adam, sorry. Finish your thought.
1: Oh, I was going to say I, I, their ship is pretty unremarkable there too. You know, usually they do a better job on ship design.
2: Yeah, it's a, it's kind of a I don't know big blobby looking ship sort of thing. Um, let's see. Go back to that shot. there, there it is. So. Yeah, I think oh. it's all right. Got some big guns on it. Big gun on the front, yeah.
0: Like I didn't it's see that. a while. weird looking ship, but
2: yeah. Um uh, some guns on the back. We, we only see it a little bit in the episode. It's kind of like a, a copper looking kind of material. Uh what is he saying? Sam is I start UN right on Thursday. You're going to the you're joining oh, the university? You're going to the United Nations, Sam. what university (laughs) means...
1: University.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Well, the UN. And uh, Eastland uh, says they're just watching Just arrived. Well,
2: welcome. Sam, let me catch you. You're going to Memorial because it's the only university in Newfoundland, right? So uh, I had like six cousins go there uh, because Nova Scotia universities are significantly more expensive than Newfoundland. So Um,
1: here's the thing, guys, is that Sam has now revealed his age, and he could be my kids because both my kids are going to school next week as
2: well. Oh, he told us when he was like, "I'm 19 today." Wow, I don't know if he said in that tone of voice. That's how I read it. Yeah. (laughs) So, anyway, that was pretty Uh, hear about Gillian's Island. Oh, he's doing the Alberta University. Uh, Uh, There you go. What's that called? Athabasca? Is that the one? Athabasca. Yeah. Yeah, that's Mm -hmm. a good one. Good luck. What are you studying, Sam? Let us know. Is it uh, Starfleet engineering? <coughs> there you go. I don't know if they offer that as a course.
0: Anyway, we're getting off track here.
2: Yeah, get us back on track, Jody. What's going All right. what's on? All right, we're on watching an episode. We watched it already. Now you're caught up. Uh oh, this guy he likes the captain of this starship. This, this 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 is taken away from your credibility, Eastland burkholder <laughs> yeah. which, uh, which people which, are which to like the
1: alien Captain or Captain Archer? Maybe oh, he likes the know.
2: alien well, that's
0: captain. That's a good point. Maybe, yeah. he to, maybe he's talking about He the had plane. more charisma.
2: I will give you that, the alien captain.
0: Yes. Well, Yeah. having yeah. more charisma might not be that hard, though.
2: Right. But in this part of the episode, this is where Trip like, goes to steal back his transceiver, basically. And he tries to, like, go near the um, uh, Zokan. What was his name? Alien. Zokan! 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 Anyway, so he's trying, but then he 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 stumbles. But it's a it's a fortunate thing because he would have uh, turned off these like proximity laser sensors, right? Just in the nick of time here. And he kind of figures out that there's there's these lasers around. So he he comes up with this plan here. Sees uh, Zokan, um, and he's making a log. He's like, "That's that's the alien who stole my thing, and that's the and that's the shuttle that shot me down." He realizes that this is all the same because I guess he hadn't. Yeah, the guy who the stole his transceiver—he didn't know necessarily was the same guy who had shot him down. But now he's put that part together, and he kind of tells us his plan here. <laughs> no, what's the odds? <laughs> yeah, there's, a, there's a chance that there's an indigenous alien species here, but um, with a crash to, with a crash shuttle. But... Well, he didn't know that it was a crash shuttle until he saw it. That was the true, whole idea. Yeah. So uh, anyway, so this guy—he's—he's he's working on trips uh, Zolka. He's working on trips stolen. Um, uh, transceiver, and uh, and then he hears something, which is clearly just an iPhone record playing back some recorded notes, like Mary Had did a Little you, Lamb. Did you
0: take that screenshot just to get his ass? He's taking the gun
2: out. Oh, okay.
0: So that was but Mary Had a Little Lamb. Right? He, he kept
2: He's that. like, I oh, want you to listen very, very closely. Mary Had a Little Lamb. Her fleece was white as snow. Snow. A show.
1: Oh, oh. So Eastland likes the captain of the Enterprise,
2: right? I like Scott Bakula in everything but this
0: show. Um, which is, I yeah, love. okay. I'll give you that. I, I'm pretty much the same way. Uh, good choice, Sam. Oh, I think he's because Sam said he's studying. Did psychology. you tell
2: my dad? Did I tell my dad that he? I called him the goat. I've mentioned this to him. I believe yes, not at the wedding specifically, but he doesn't need his ego.
0: anymore he's got got that in
2: in, in full supply don't worry um but i'll i'll let him know anyway so yeah so this is where zolcon was like oh i've been duped so he runs back here um and in the process he like sets off his own like proximity sensors with the lasers and so this kind of gives trip a head up that he's got to get out of here i it was kind of surprising me that trip just didn't grab the transceiver and run but he anyway so zolcon is going around here with the gun and then uh, Trip hides inside the shuttle briefly, and then pops out and like attacks Zocon. and they have a bit their first their first of many fights in this episode. Uh, but Trip gets the upper hand initially gets the gets the his gun away from Zokan, and he and puts it on him, and he's like, "I'm a lizard man, watch out!" Right? But and Trip Trip thinks he's in control, but Zokon hits him with like this leg sweep move, yeah, knocks him right out.
0: Hey, if we learned anything from Karate Kid, we learned to sweep the leg.
2: You gotta sweep the legs, man, and, and he just he gets the gun and shoots Trip in like ten two seconds. It's very quick. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Look at,
1: look at that face.
2: It's a great makeup job on these these aliens. I don't always think we ever, on aliens are always
0: yeah, they great. do a great job.
2: Yeah, like 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 I'd say like Michael Westmore's team really stepped it up in the show. It's too bad that the writing staff didn't always, um, yeah, but. Yeah. You know, but this is, like I said, I don't think this is a bad, ri- badly written episode. Um, no, I think it's all right. Yeah. So anyway, so Zokan's so trying, he got the upper hand, He stunt, it, and it was, he, I guess that they're one of the rare alien species that actually has a stun setting on their, on their weapons, because uh, Trip would have been Which dead his It's handy, because, you know, we need Trip to be alive for this show. So he could, um, anyway, so so Zokon is not getting too far. So he's like, ah, I'm going to get up this, this alien. And so he starts kicking him uh this is where he's like i'm not i uh, i'm not good until i've had my coffee no good time they a have co- to
0: have a fight in every episode of enterprise though don't they like they have to have some sort of like hand-to-hand fight
2: yeah i think that we're trying to go back to that original series and also like you know just a lot of 60s shows like batman that were like a lot of like fisticuffs the heroes are punching oh well, this is There's no a lot batman.
3: of it in this episode but i like it i like that like they don't really come to terms with each other until they're on the ship,
2: and even then, it's like barely.
1: <laughs> That's funny, Sam. That's actually funny.
2: <laughs> <Should be a laughs> on on I think y- it should be your your, time your the first. dissertation. For, Have you know. ever
0: watched this Time in Earth*? If you don't hear *The Time in Earth*, then you clearly don't know what rating is.
2: This is a good moment. This is like that. That would go into your uh, your, your your Sam um, comment highlights
0: when uh, when we get to that. <laughs> Gary Seven, one of the greatest episodes ever. And Sam is asking Eastland now, uh,
2: what do you think of a Simon Earth? <laughs> That's the one with Gary Seven, if you don't know. Um, anyway, so oh. so, Tri- so Trip, Trip's trying to communicate with him throughout this. He's like, He's broken. 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 You yeah, know, just meant two people who don't speak the same language. And-
0: well, and Trip, every time he wants to talk to somebody that he can't understand, he just says it louder to them.
2: Yeah. yeah like Literally. like all Literally. of a sudden the,
0: the the amount of volume is what's going to make the guy Lou- understand louder yeah. and slower yeah
2: but but then yeah. the, the the gun is the real language that they understand he's okay. when he puts it up to his throat he's like oh uh, so do what you say or you'll kill me gotcha
0: yeah yeah right <laughs> <Man, laughs> that makeup is good eh
2: yeah it's pretty good oh
0: yeah
3: wow. it, again the set the the props the the makeup imagine what this oh, show could 100% be on this it's, it's if
0: it had better writing and it had
2: a different cast <laughs> better characters
3: mm-hmm. better more depth to the characters is really yeah awful.
2: and more interplay i think more interplay between them right Is also sometimes well we missing. get
0: more of that later well, that's probably. how you establish depth and the yeah, first two sure. seasons are the hardest to watch
2: yeah. So anyway, so he, he, this is where he unties Zolkan before we go back to Enterprise. Um, and there's a conversation here between DePaul and Archer, where basically she says that the search isn't going great. Uh, it's going slowly, but but the 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 um, they're working with the Arconians there, and and the the search is you know they're searching their moons, they're searching theirs, and Archer's like, why can't they get a few more ships here to help us with this search? You know, like what the hell? So you know, and she's like, well, they don't trust us. And they don't like us very much, and they want us to leave as soon as possible. And so he's like, "What's the bad blood between the Vulcans and the Arconians?" And uh, she kind of breaks this out that they they met during um, a first contact, uh, r- maybe roughly around the same time that Vulcan made contact with Earth, right? But in contrast to Earth, uh, the, the Arconians were suspicious, and they, did, they they were deceitful, and eventually the Vulcans were like, packed up. Their stuff took their delegation away and said see you later or see you never right which is why it's that's why the captain knew what a vulcan like what a vulcan looked like he's like why is there a vulcan on your bridge so
1: maybe, maybe logic doesn't work all the time for everybody
2: no you you know and
0: um no somebody so, thought it'd be a great idea to make a simon earth <laughs> the, one of the greatest episodes it ever is one made. of the greatest episodes Kevin. you Thank guys you. are all on some drugs <laughs>
3: not yet
2: right
0: (laughs) i think you already are um
2: yeah but anyway she's like these arconians they're unpredictable they're prone to hostility uh but and archer also said um maybe we'll have better luck which is kind of what is the kind of net result here is that you know just because the vulcans weren't successful doesn't mean humans won't be always that's archer's optimism right there it it turns out to be true right Anyway, dawn wait, is coming. Wait, wait a
1: second. That, that's like Archer's psyche, though. He he just yeah. wants to be competitive with the Vulcans and beat them at everything. So yeah, you, mm-hmm.
0: you know now he's got to. Mention that's them. why I surprised. Like they're like he's like when the guy... harkens he, back he, to his yeah mentioned the Vulcan and he's like you'd think Archer'd be like yeah those damn yeah Vulcans. like
1: you know he, you know you just could kind of described them Dave when you started this whole you know this just description of the scene you know we don't trust them they don't trust them simple as that.
3: Right, they're they're mistrustful, his, competitive, and... his competitiveness harkens back to his old water polo days. Yes, yes, yeah,
1: but of you course. know what? If they've got away from that in this this season. I think a lot, you know, that mistrust of Vulcans and whatnot. Yes. yeah,
0: you can see that the the relationship is it's and the bigger. show is
3: better for it. Yeah, I mean, it's it not been
1: a great season,
3: but that's one thing that I've enjoyed. Yeah, is that it's not. They don't hate the Vulcans at every chance that they yeah. get,
2: right? And I think as time as this mission's going on, Archer is beginning to understand Vulcans more and more. I guess that's his arc, uh, that they're, yeah, they're, they're, really his archer. Arc,
1: yeah. yeah, but there was an episode too where, where, uh, uh what's the ambassador's name? So, uh, Soval, so Soval. Soval, he, yeah. he, he recognized Archer, said, Hey, actually, he's doing a good job. I think that did a lot too.
2: Right. Comment here is like, Archer is optimistic and is like, uh, let us prove it is impossible or possible by trying. Right. So I, I get what they were trying to go with Archer. Archer is meant to be the great pioneer of Starfleet. Right. Yeah. Um, The first to go out there and do things. Um. And I think like it's a good idea, but in retrospect, I feel like there's it, they co- the execution might have been. And I would, I would, <laughs> I think they it could have been even harder for them for this crew, right? Could have been a little bit more rugged of a show in some you ways. You could
1: have sat down in the chair for once. Yeah, could have done. <laughs> well, that that's too. what I
2: liked about the first season, though, because
0: the ep- the episodes that were good in the first season really showed how bad they were at doing this. Yeah, uh, which really is really. one of the things just, that yeah, I liked about this series. There's that, and the and, and
2: just like. I guess um, uh, l- fewer luxuries on board, uh, uh, maybe like just harsher conditions that they're dealing with, which they're no, kind of dealing with in this episode.
0: They don't interface with the Holosuite the hollow suite once,
2: right? In this and entire they, show, they left space dock with no weapons, no weapons, <laughs> and other they've, things. They pulled a Kirk. Yeah. yeah. So back to the planet, uh we see this is, I don't think we we understand we don't understand that the planet is going to become this uh fiery deathscape uh, eventually. So we don't really understand this threat. <laughs> but we see that dawn's coming. uh Trip even kind of talks about it earlier in his log. One well, this is actually a moon, isn't it? Yeah. Starting
0: to warm up a little. Dawn is coming.
2: Dawn is coming, he says. Uh but he's work he's still a hostage here of Zokan. and um He's working that's on the other thing I like in this series is
0: the makeup artists whenever after a fight happens they're they're still good with like keeping bruises and stuff in the right places and stuff they they really did well with that in this mm-hmm. series continuity matters. Yeah. I always hate it when you see like a fight scene and then somebody draws blood, and then like the next scene the blood is like running down their face the wrong way or something like that. Like it doesn't look like it happened at the same time.
2: Jody, you just have to spit on it uh if you're uh, an Arconian and then it wouldn't matter. So well, that's true. Yes. Yes. Well, yeah, with your little it's um, quite a trick, actually. With your healing venom or whatever it is. Right. Your, but there's you know, there's kind of an introduction off. here where he's like, I'm Zokan," and because uh, he uh, he thinks that uh, he thinks Trip's name is Dammit. At first, he's like that your was- name is Dammit. He's like no. I just oh, I
0: never well. even caught
2: that. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. You're right. Right. He's like no Trip. Oh, so they kind of they have like a little bit of introduction, and Trip asks for water. You know, Zokan doesn't yes. get it, and he, but eventually he, he gives throws some, him like, over or something. Whatever this was, it was some kind of, like, mud or something that, like, his his, his species is very different than humans, clearly. Um, and so Tri- Trip Im- trip doesn't even, like, smell it or anything. No, he, he just drops it.
3: Dick here. He throws it away like a child. Yeah. Like yeah. an infant.
2: Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's just oozing out here. Ew, that doesn't uh, look appetizing, does it? I, no i'm sure it's not but yeah like uh and zocon's like what the hell you're wasting it <laughs> this wasn't a big bottle to begin with
0: this is like 40 year old scotch to us like come on
2: or it's it's like i think it's like his main source of nourishment or or fluids or yeah something.
0: i kind of get the impression that it's more like a supplement kind of thing
2: yeah like yeah. i don't think his species
0: drinks water maybe or, or maybe this I, is like a survival like uh, ration or something
2: Something like whatever it is, Throws it on
1: the ground. Uh, Either
0: way, like he's a dick.
2: Yeah, he's he's like, oh, sorry, he does, he does apologize for it. And Zokan's like, never forgiven you for the for wasting my my whatever it's called. Like now I'm going to die because I can't eat anything here. Right. Except maybe you. Trip is dumb in his actions sometimes. Yes, that's true. of
1: other comments is interesting there. You know, many things can't not. You're going to bring it up there. Thank you.
2: Fear on the
1: ground. That's what this whole season or sorry, this uh, series is about is trial Yes, by and error. that's
2: what I
0: like about it. Right, yeah. right.
1: The things that bug me, Slin, are are the things like the basics, like bringing in weapons.
0: Mm -hmm. yeah they're always forgetting something that is definitely required like it would make no sense not to have it with you how many aliens have
3: to shoot at you before you go (laughs) maybe i should bring a weapon maybe i should have a sidearm (laughs) (laughs) not everybody like a sidearm
0: should be like pretty much considering they're in hot they're in pretty much a hostile environment because they're in deep space yeah they so. have no idea what's out there for them so it's yeah you would think at one point or another somebody would go you know what let's just make it mandatory you have to have like you know well you weapon. know what the, the
1: Vulcans probably told them to do it and they go no no, no yeah and Archer's yeah. like we don't need no
2: weapons Right. Just fight so, them with our bare hands. So We're so stubborn, we actually became dumber. Because, it, like, like, I think in the 21st century, we could figure out to bring a phaser with you on an away mission. Uh, by the 22nd century, they had to kind of figure this out after Yeah, like Kirk's Enterprise
0: generally yes. had a sidearm yes. most of the time. There was uh, an occasional time where they didn't. Not always. Bare, not always. bare
2: minimum, usually there's a secure... Unless they're going to, like, a base with, like, you know, to see other star... An admiral or something like that. Or, yeah um or whatever but usually there's a security officer at least with with a phaser well someone has to die (laughs) right (laughs) (coughs) and we get another shot
0: of trip in his uh his undershirts
2: yeah trip trip asked to go get some water from his shuttle but zokan didn't get it so trip just kept working and uh and he was like uh he was he eventually cuts himself here uh he's like oh i got to again he's like "Zocon, can i go get my med kit in the shuttle he's like no you can't go get water you can't go get a med kit you can't go get shit how about so i just spit on you how about i just spit on you here and we see like this could have also gone wrong. Like Zokon did could have been know... way
0: wrong. Like this could have been like burnt through his arm.
2: Yeah, like... This could have like but if it melted his arm off, and would be
3: <laughs> yeah, like... Just He's like, I, I don't think Zokon cared much. He's like, no. Well, maybe it fixes him, maybe it kills yeah, him. Either way, dies. Good.
0: either way,
2: it's all good. I, I agree that he did probably care, but he was trying to help, and it it, it, it does work. That was quite a trick. Yeah, quite a trick. Anyway, and Zokan's like, cool. I, cl- I fixed your. Little- no, no, If that
3: guy was gonna spit on me, I'd probably just rather die, than <laughs> lose the arm.
2: <laughs> yeah. Anyway, so so then Trip, after all this, goes, "I can't fix this. I can't." Right? So he's like, "But look, I want to show you something. I want to show you something." So he like lures Zokan over after he just healed his arm. By the way, he's like, "Check this out. I think I did the bypass. Oh, that's in there. Um, and then." Pulls out the tube and he sprays him in the face with like this motor oil or whatever, <laughs> right? Oh, and gets the gun from him. And he's just like, "You sob, you poured all my mud water on the ground."
0: Yeah, first you... you destroy my mud water,
2: right? And now you took my gun and playing. Now he's like, "I need
0: to go to my ship." And now you're rude and you're pointing.
2: Yeah, you jerk. right. You better. Um, so yeah. So so trips trips getting him hell. He takes him hostage now, and uh, we come back to Enterprise. Uh, T'Pol explains here to Archer, who looks at this science um, through the to the. He's like, I don't know what I'm looking at. Right. <laughs> She's like, what can I you explain this? But like, wait, wait. why
0: does he even bother looking? Like even... he knows, like it's not going to be. It's going to be over his head. Like.
2: <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well. Happened? I You know, basically, she's saying that the, the, the moons that are closest to the planet's orbit are going through some extreme, like, temperature variations because of their, like, sort of orbit. So they're not – so in the day, they're super hot. At night, they're super cold. Um, and it's going to get up to 130 degrees – 170, like, sorry. How do you
0: like your trip? Well done?
2: Yeah. Uh, extreme – 170 degrees, which would be very hot for a, a person or anybody, really. Um uh anyway so we come back to the planet trip is tying up zocon and he's like don't you give me that look you got his water clearly doesn't offer any to him uh and then he offers him I, this food which i guess looked like a like, like chocolate bars when i was watching yeah, it it's probably
0: just an mre like a like, like an energy bar. bar kind of thing
2: yeah, yeah. A cliff bar yeah he's like you want food zocon and zocon's like i don't know this is the worst day ever it's basically his expression here. Um, offers it to Zokan. Zokan tries. Is that terrible smell. <laughs> <laughs> Zokan spits it out. Uh, Zokan uh, disguises it as um, dis- <sighs> noctal. Yeah, noctol. Uh. And we see that the sun is ca- starting to come up here. And I think this is what Zokan was trying to tell Trip.
0: Yeah, yeah. I kind of got that impression as well.
2: But Trip's like, "Do you want food?" Is, is that what you're saying? Is food like, over there? Yeah, he's like, no,
0: like we're gonna he's be like, no, al- we're gonna
2: burn. We're gonna we we're be bad. <laughs> we're gonna be burned alive. Go you, get you the
1: sunscreen. This, this didn't do though, like as well as Darmok. It didn't. <clears throat> it didn't. Like you know, if if Jody and I met and Jody spoke, spoke a different language, you know, we're still both humans. We both have the same kind of frame of reference. But when you have two different races and yeah, whatever, it just, it, I think it was too easy here.
0: Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I kind of agree with you
2: on that one. What a great shot here. <laughs> he's like, hey, uh I see you. He's like, this is gonna work. We're gonna get through this, buddy. Okay, he's like, I um he's like, our transceiver, there's too much interference. We need to go to higher ground together is the plan here. And we see the dawn's coming. So they got no okay, those shuttles. Yeah, that's not bad. Question, though, guys. Okay, if this shuttle is designed to survive in space and mm-hmm. uh, a planetary reatmosphere, atmosphere could it, in theory, insulate them from the extreme heat?
0: Um, you would think, yeah, but I, I would yeah, imagine that, a, that you would normally have a cooling system. Yeah, and so you, you need power. Broken. That was working, yes.
2: So without main power, these things are just ovens. Because yeah. my
0: understanding is, like, when NASA re-enters the atmosphere. They also have like coolers on the inside, so that way people don't die.
2: Yeah, from all these because it'd be heat like
0: heating a can, right? Like that's right. basically what you're doing, right?
2: Right, but but these shuttles are are able to survive that kind of extreme temperature. Is basically right, uh, but everything's
3: broken. Everything's yeah. broken, but there's it's no way to people.
2: keep the human inside inside protected, protected without some kind of power. Okay, yeah, fair enough, I guess. And of course. That's what happens. Nothing works except for what does, which is, you know, whatever's going to make heart. Whatever's going to keep the story to 40 minutes. Anyway, so they're going to get this transceiver up. Uh, this is where, like, Tripp starts doing some tests and I think he shocks himself. Yeah, right? It's <laughs> <And so, 'cause laughs> like, you!
3: He's like, ha ha! You, ah, you, idiot, you
2: idiot! Dumb human!
3: You act like a pack lead!
2: <laughs> ha ha ha! He's like, you think that's funny, eh? Huh? Huh? I'll show you something. And he turns. What does he do here? He turns this on. He gets it going, but he, it's not working. There's too much interference. Got to get to higher ground. Uh, oh, and so he's so, so so. Trip tries to give him a chance. I'm not going to hurt you. You're not going to hurt me. He tries to like throw the gun away. Like you know, we're 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 buddies now. No more no more hostage situation. Right?
1: We're gonna be See, cool. He's like, I would have liked that scene if it just stopped there and and yes. he gave yeah, up. yeah. I agree. I
0: didn't
2: really enjoy this fight scene. Well, I I, I kind of did. Because it was just like you unties him and he's like, we're good. He's like, oh yeah. And then he just tackles yeah, we're him. Good. Power slam. Yeah. yeah. He tackles him, beats the hell out of him, gets the gun right back. Uh well, no, Trip does get the gun again, actually. And then I was like, throws it away again. Oh, because he sprays he sprays like this this acid in his face too here, right? Yeah. But nothing happened. <laughs> I wonder eyes. how
0: many like weapon weaponized sacks this guy has in his throat. Like, yeah,
2: because this isn't the healing type of uh, venom. This is more like the <laughs> the blind you, but only temporarily kind. Um, well, blind you for twenty seconds because he's right back in there fighting. Yeah, gets him here, smacks him around. It's like a mild bear spray. <laughs> Tripp gets on him. This fight goes on for a bit here. Um, a little long, and then they're exhausted. Yeah, they uh, Zokan actually collapses from heat exhaustion first, basically. Yeah, um, as humans have an evolutionary advantage. Everybody, we can sweat. Yeah, and we can handle the heat, and whereas other species can't. There's no way we can handle 170
0: degrees, though. No, no, no. much we, like, no sweat, no matter sweat is going to suck you there. He looks like he's pretty beat
1: up.
3: Yeah, <laughs> he's having a day. When that sweat starts to boil that's not great yeah yeah you're literally (laughs) gonna be pan
0: fried from the inside yeah
2: exactly he's like i'm tired yeah he's just like can we go to like can you just stop
0: can you just stop body slamming me please (laughs) (laughs) i have other things to do
2: anyway so they're going up this mountain together it like, uh, kind of
0: reminds me of that place where Kirk fought the Gorn.
2: Don't don't try to go in the shade, guys. Don't go to the the dark side. Yeah, like map. there's literally a dark side there. <laughs> no, they stay on. The, they' stay right in the light. Uh, and so they're coming around. We can see them well. Uh, you know, Tri- oh, sure trips comes
1: off. sure comes off.
2: Yeah, trips finally able to talk to Enterprise, and they're kind of having a conversation. Okay, they kind hey, of tell
1: hey, us. this is the worst worst part of the whole mm-hmm. episode. So they it find is. out we can't beam up, right?
2: Yeah. they could beam up, but uh it wouldn't be good for zocon it would kill him for right. some reason
1: okay. yes yeah but why didn't anybody think to beam down water or some coolers or some That's
2: something bad. to help power up the
0: shuttle maybe because the transporter only works one way when they want it to adam yeah <laughs>
1: <Duh. That's> the... <laughs> but they could, it, it would have made listen it could have it
2: wouldn't have been bad for the, for this for these or trucks. what yeah, beam down, like, something to help them survive. Like, even um, environmental suits.
0: Something. Yeah.
1: It, it, right? It, it, it wouldn't hurt the, the storyline at all. Right. Other than not doing it hurts the storyline. Yeah. Because yeah, like, I'm okay better. with this episode, then this came along. And I go, oh, man, you guys, like,
2: well, I think what they were trying to go for here is they just like Trip's not going to leave his new compatriot, Zocon. Yeah, you it's know, fine, Dave.
1: totally understand that. But man, go up and bring something down.
0: Like, which bring... not even five minutes ago, he was body slamming him, <laughs> spraying yeah. him in and the now face. Now they're like best friends, right?
2: Right. Anyway, Zokan is like, just like, can I die over here behind this bush?
0: Yeah, there we go, Eastland. That's
1: that's nobody exactly thinks it. about the transporters until it's convenient. Thanks. Yeah, yeah. You made the great point.
2: Yeah, it gives him some whatever's left of his mud water that he didn't pour out. Um, He's like, have your mud goo. But Zilkan's not doing too well. It's kind of like nah, that. He seems to be having a hard time. So. We're talking to Enterprise. We're going to get them out of here. I wonder what temperature it is at this point. I guess it's got to be not hot enough to kill them. So it's got to be like in the 40s, right? You know, something like that. Like extremely hot, but not lethal. Um. And this is where this is where where Phlox explains what like what the the issues are here. Um, transporting him will most likely be fatal because his system is extremely sensitive to temperature fluctuations. He's de- he's suffering from dehydration, which would cause acute cellular breakdown. If he, they try what to mean, use the tra-
3: but if it's the temperature variation, I mean, why not just transport him into a
2: hot room? Why not transport him more of his, like mud water?
0: I know. I know. Yeah. Because we only have 40 minutes, guys.
2: We only got 40 minutes and we're up to minute 38 at this point.
0: We don't have we don't have time
2: for making rooms and stuff. No. (laughs) So it's having a rough time. The sun the dawn is coming, everybody. Hence the name of the episode. Um he's like, I'm just gonna try to to bear this out. Again, they could have tried to get out of of the direct light. Anyway, doesn't Cut matter, out. doesn't matter. They're, Trips just gonna lie here in sunbed with his new buddy Zocon whether it kills him or not.
0: Man, I wish I had some catfish.
2: Yeah, he starts telling some stories here. You know, he wouldn't trade his time for anything. Um, he's he's got people
1: pregnant. He's been pregnant. He's had a night with a princess.
2: Yeah,
1: I wouldn't be surprised if he knocked me down to Stewart. Your orange juice, sir. So, damn, we marmalade. Sir. Hold on a second. He, he becomes very Malcolm-like all of a sudden. They're going to demote him.
0: <laughs> well, I think that's supposed to show that he's like he's he's starting to lose it. Like, he's yeah. you know, he's not thinking right, and everything's slowed down. And... and it's
3: it's also supposed to show us that Malcolm is never thinking right.
2: Right. <laughs> <laughs> but tri- tri- trips like is if if this is the end, this is the end. I even got pregnant once. Now there's a story there's a story anyway is and this the, list the end? guys like I'm not even listening to you the sons the Sun at least there's a couple Suns here right uh, like. at least two at least two mm-hmm. uh, and then there's
0: some GJ Abrams lens flares in there and
2: yeah anyway like the heat's coming up but I, I, um I talking to the alien captain but th- this is after they've rescued them right so i'm just trying to remember guys what was how did they how did they get them back on the ship
1: no they they fixed they, they were able to he, he trip told them how to tell the aliens how to fix their shuttle so they could come down
2: oh okay and that was it right yeah right okay so anyway so there's kind of like um uh, uh, a, a conversation here between the cat the alien captain you know um that the pilot's going to live like Zokan's got to live he's going to be ready to go home in a few hours that he's like how about your guy he's like he's sunburned but he's doing fine uh and he's like if i find out that he he filed on you without provocation i'll discipline him and he's like hey it's all a misunderstanding don't worry about it it's all we can let bygones be bygones he's like I, I i don't get that i would be like
3: yeah thanks Good job. Fucking discipline that guy for yeah. firing on an
1: unarmed ship.
2: We lost our shuttle. Yeah. We lost our shuttle.
0: Both it doesn't of our matter. Guys. They probably have 40 of those. Right. But I, I they think they just don't have weapons.
2: <laughs> yeah. At the end of the day, like there's a little bit, there's a little, a door has been opened here between humans and Arconians. And, um, uh, I don't know, think we see these guys again either. No, I don't think they've ever been referenced again. Maybe we'll find out in fun facts. Um, uh, but anyway, like, he's like, but he's like, you can leave right now. As soon as you can leave, leave. is kind of like the end of this conversation. He kind of looks at the Vulcan and it's uh, Paul, and he's like, he's like mm-hmm. how much for the Vulcan? Yeah, see you later. He's like, hey, not bad, huh? She's like, yeah, you guys did, did something better than us. That did is, better than us. You didn't once. totally
0: screw it up like you usually do. Good job.
2: Good job. Not good even job. that.
3: She says you did better than us. Yeah. She, she
2: gives credit. She she gives yeah. credit, whereas you know Ambassador Soval would never give the credit, right? Yeah. Like you, right? So oh, he's a dick. Yeah. Um, oh Adam's got a he's got a question for you. Uh Adam, get ready. So I'm ready. Anyway, so over to Sick Bay, and uh and I liked this scene just because he comes in to say hi to Zocon, where the Universal Translator should be working, and he was like, Ah, yeah. And he's like, I thought, I thought it was working. It's it, like, Flux is like, it is. He's just this guy. This it's is just how he talks. With
3: <laughs> I mean, this, this, is, just... this guy. <laughs> he goes Tar,
2: Tartash, because which is the name of that mud water. It's Taratash or something. Um. He's like, oh yeah, we can make more of that brown uh, water for you. Yeah. Um. He goes, you want to come to dinner tonight with us? Uh, our our chef is making.
1: Our chef is making something called. Chicken marsala
2: tonight. Chicken marsala on the menu, guys. It's Indian food. I like chicken marsala. He wants to know what your favorite episode of Gilligan's Island is, Adam.
1: Sam, um I'll tell you what we'll do uh, next next week. If, if our producer
2: lets me, I'll give you my top five. Oh, no problem. You can you can have, you can have your segment for Gilligan's Island. All right. Um. Okay. Anyway, so and that's kind of the the end here. Like, Trip starts to walking away, and then zocon says, like. When I'm fire when I fired you, I'm glad I did destroy you. That he was like, yeah, me too. <laughs> All right, well, see you later. Nice knowing you. See you never. See you never.
0: And, and, they, and they then you get the traditional Enterprise closing shot where you get two ships that are going two
3: ships going in different directions. Yeah, never always, to see each other again.
2: Always, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, and I believe that's that. That's it. Fun facts. Over to fun Let's facts. Have some.
1: So you know when I start looking up fun facts, and it's, there's not much there. So I'm, I'm you know, I'm glad we, glad we took up 50 minutes talking about the episode. So uh, there's a few. So Brad Cre- Greenquist, so who played uh, um, Zokan? Uh, he also played Crit in Deep Space Nine episode "Who Mourns for Mourn." Oh, okay. Yeah, and then Greg Henry, I like that who one. was the captain of the other ship, the, the alien ship, started an insurrection of Galison.
2: So uh, he was he he was in this guy was in Insurrection? Yeah. Uh was he what one of the was he like he Probably didn't know though because oh, was of the, the big stretched. Oh, one, one yeah. of uh
3: yeah. No. Yeah,
2: yeah. One of those guys? Okay.
0: Yeah. Right. All right. He didn't know he was shooting a movie though because it was Insurrection. Shooting <sighs> one of the greatest movies. <laughs> Almost a really long episode with creepy undertones?
1: Yeah. yeah. I'm with you on that one, Jody. Okay, uh, Trip Tucker recalls seeing the great plume of area to Zocan, as well as spending a night with a princess, getting pregnant and riding a Sulabon cell ship. Um, in the draft script, he also remembers in, counting Andurians, Klingons and Hudaks and Akronians um, and admitted to, uh, that he personally wished um, you know sorry basically this speech is very reminiscent to the tears and rain monologue in blade runner and
2: (laughs) it was his blade runner speech oh
1: my god if they compared the two i'm I'm, i didn't feel that at all when he's talking about it i
0: i got a bit of an undertone of that but like to compare that to this no yeah rick or
1: howard's delivery too yeah that was phenomenal all right, uh, as Mary said, similar, uh, similar to uh, Next Generation's uh, Darmok and the Enemy. In, in Darmok, Captain Picard is trapped on a planet with an alien that can't, he can't communicate with. He must work together to survive. An enemy, and the enemy, before just trapped in a hostile planet with a Romulan who he must work with to survive. It also. But he uh, did understand them.
2: Yeah, they could yeah. talk to each other. Yeah,
1: true. The episode also bears similarities to Voyager Gravity, in which Tuvok and Paris are trapped and must befriend an alien to survive. So definitely. Oh, uh, yeah. Friend.
2: And then Tuvok falls in love with one of her, and it's weird. Yep. Um,
1: all right, we have a couple more here. Nothing major. Nothing. I'm around. just going to go
0: on the record now that I'm never going to do a uh, watching episode of Voyager.
2: <laughs> you're not you're not on the Voyager I'm rewatch. I'm not on We're, that. I'm never going to be on it. Um Brandon Braga, one of your favorites. Uh anyway. What what about the director of the episode, Adam? I was just gonna
1: say Roxanne Dawson, who played Bolana Torres
2: in, in Voyager. She got a better Let's episode talk. this time. Yeah, she's back. Uh
3: please place your compensation on the transport
1: platform. Indeed. This episode established that oh. transporting a patient with a cute cellular breakdown may be fatal
2: but was, yep. did that ever come up again I, I, maybe. or if since I, could, I don't know <laughs> unlikely possible possible and is that any more facts there
1: Adam? uh you know that's all
2: <laughs> that's <laughs> it i don't want to, i don't want to rush you all right um, ratings okay let's bring this in and uh and put a rating to this episode i already rated this well i have jody i have your rating from last week because you put it in the chat because you didn't think you were going to make it until we postponed it till now Uh, Mm -hmm. so you gave this an eight are you standing by your eight no what are you going to uh
0: i must have been some drug-induced coma uh i'm gonna go with probably a seven at this point
2: so you like this as much as the catwalk yes okay adam
1: yeah
2: I, I'm going with seven as well seven I go I went six and a half last week when I watched this I'm sticking by that
3: yeah I think six and a half same as the catwalk
2: I I liked the catwalk. I I think I would go back to the catwalk before this. Uh, Not that this is like I said, I don't think this is bad, but I don't think it's great either. I think it's it's completely fine. It's
0: yeah. Fine, I guess, is the easiest way to sum this up. It's a fine enough episode.
3: It's better than lots of them. Yeah.
2: (laughs) Right. Especially (laughs) in the first two seasons. And you can see we've had some rough episodes (laughs) lately. So uh, this was okay. Um, Season two is probably my least favorite season. I think that's where we're when we come to yeah, conclusion. I don't I think by far we'll be saying like, oh, that season two was like the rough, the rough patch, you know, of, of this. Watch but
3: it started so great. I mean, that's it it. first we couple the episodes were good
0: and then it just kind of went Boo, again. Yeah. But
3: after Carbon Creek, it was like a sharp, a Detline. sharp <laughs> a deep, <nose>
1: dive. <laughs> decline. Like, yeah. but Kevin, at least we're not like, you know, sticking our. You know,
2: eyes it with spoons.
3: You know. Oh no, no, no! It's it's coming back up. It's getting better again. (laughs) Starting to. Yes.
2: Yes. Uh, And next episode, Jody is called Uh, Stigma. Yeah, Stigma, which is.
0: Paul's position on Enterprise is jeopardized when the Vulcans discover that she has a contracted a mind affecting disease. Oh, I remember this episode. Ooh, this is a Flox episode, too.
1: It's also a DePaul episode. We like DePaul episodes. Yeah. Excellent.
0: Meanwhile, one of Flox's wives comes aboard and expresses a romantic interest in Tucker. I do like this episode. Much that, This is
2: actually a really good episode. I remember she sounds that. like that sounds good. Everything you described yeah. there sounds good.
0: Yeah, I know it's it's a good episode. And there's a lot of there's a lot of flocks in this episode.
2: Right. And... But again, we're getting a huge focus on trip. I'm like, do the other characters of the show ever get any time? I like think I guess in
0: season two, somebody went, You know what? Trip's better than Archer. <laughs>
2: I guess so, but then they're like, and Mayweather's—I—I I don't think they have any confidence in him to give him anything, right? So you know. it seems like he—he ne- he rarely. I'm okay with hot well, seats.
1: We, we can't be unique in our
2: feelings about Mayweather. Like, <laughs> yeah. yeah, Mayweather just, is pretty boring. They don't—they're they're not doing him any favors, like you know. I guess, like, I guess they yeah, can't idea put him is, around a campfire he even, because he starts telling ghost
1: stories this season.
3: Did he even have a line in this episode? Yeah, yeah one.
2: Yes. He, uh, <laughs> um, uh, Ar- Archer said to him. Uh Travis let's start searching he's like I captain that's it and he's yeah. like <laughs> wow
0: what depth Hoshi like, yeah. had more <laughs> lines than. than this uh, was the
2: greatest job you could ever get, being Anthony Montgomery on this show, where you just have to say like one line a week. And I and... wonder
1: if
0: he was paid to scale, like with everybody <laughs> well, like, else. Yeah, like, I think you like, got to say like
1: five lines to get paid.
0: Like, like yeah, but, yeah. Does he like? Does he get like the same amount that like Hoshi got for this episode? You know that kind of. Oh,
2: thing. I wonder. I wonder how that works because yeah, like I'd say for the whole entire season, he's had like maybe thirty lines.
0: There's if characters like, in this show that have had more lines in one episode than he's had for two right. seasons. And he,
2: it, it would be fine if he was just like a guest star or something, but he's like a main cast member, right? Yeah, so no, it's just, it's and does one, yeah. And Hoshi, uh, not as bad as Travis, but they don't use her enough um, yeah. either. Yeah. So anyway, and, and we talked about that we need more flocks in the I show. I started which, liking Hoshi and then I don't see her. So you know, yeah. yeah. Trip's supposed to be the everyman character. He's supposed to be like the Riker. Of the show. Yeah, Yeah, I think yeah,
0: I wouldn't disagree with Eastland on that one. I uh, yeah, I I think you're right on that one. Yeah.
2: Okay. Um
1: well anything else? Sorry? Well I'm not sure about that. Yeah, you know he he is that kind of guy that you know can you know fix anything and you know, but I don't know if he's every everybody identifies well. I'm not sure about that but
0: but if anybody on next gen is gonna get pregnant by an alien race, it's gonna be Riker. Anybody who, yeah, like all the things that happened to Trip could definitely happen to Riker.
2: Yeah, we Riker, took a ride in a rowboat.
0: In a rowboat. <laughs> and Riker would be like, "I serenaded her in a rowboat."
2: Trip is tripping. Yeah, that's right. He sure is.
0: But you know what, Dave? It's not all yes. about
2: Trip on this on this uh, this channel in our United Federation of Podcasts. Indeed. That's right. Um. We're, we're <laughs> Kevin's like, oh, why do I get seen with this guy? <laughs>
1: <laughs> nice segue, Jody. I like how yeah.
2: you did that. Tuesday nights, we, we uh, we're we also talking about Star Trek D Space Nine, similar to what we just did here on Enterprise. Uh, we've been going through episode by episode. There's more episodes in D Space Nine than there is in this series. Um, and so we are up to season five. We're just uh, season five, episode 23. Tomorrow's episode. When when I'm done all these Star Trek podcasts, for sure, Sam. Um so Five years. <laughs> can, can I it? Can I have a night off? Can I get back in my week first? <laughs> um uh, anyway, so yeah, D Space Night at nine is tomorrow's night's episode is called In the Cards. Uh it's an episode <laughs> where uh Jake and, and Nog want to get a trading card for their for for Captain Cisco as oh, yeah. like a gift. It's right before the Dominion War really kicks off. It's like they're kind of like the last peacetime episode before things get yeah. crazy on D Space Nine. It's so it's both
3: a good episode and a stupid episode. All it's a rolled
2: stupid into
0: episode one. for sure. Yeah. Right. It's a it's lighthearted. It's an episode it's a... where Jake isn't totally
2: annoying, though. No, no. no it's like fine. it's decent. It's good. No. it's good. I hate
0: Jake. I think it's a terrible character, but,
2: uh, but I like Nog, good.
0: so that makes up for it.
2: Well, they work. Well, as a team. Uh, anyway, so we'll be talking about that tomorrow night. Uh, this Thursday, talking about Star Trek Lower Decks as well. The newest episode, Episode 2, is coming out. I uh, uh, haven't watched the first one yet. Uh, not bad. Uh, like, But uh, I, I talked about that with Chris Murphy this past Thursday. Uh, and we'll be on this Thursday night, I imagine. Um, to talk about the least dangerous game. So check that out in the schedule here on Live Long In Podcast. Star Trek Radio Theater coming back uh, probably in September. Just got to figure out when exactly. Um you the episode yet? And- I'm really flirting with space hippies. Oh. I, I'm really flirting with the idea of doing it. Uh I, I it's it's but it's a musical, you know.
1: Head now to...
0: I'm just gonna go right now and tell you I won't be available for this. <laughs> <laughs> I think I wanna I think... know
3: who's gonna be doing most of the singing.
2: Oh who do you think? I think it might be. I'm 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 thinking about trying to go with Davin because at least he can play guitar. So um, we're we're gonna see how this might work. I'm gonna go for you. Well, I thought about me, but then I don't. I can't play any instruments. So and I think that's the part that would be hard to do. So I'm flirting with the idea of it, but uh, if not, there's a couple other ideas on the sketchboard right now. The radio's a
0: Q episode. Let me know.
2: We'll do. And uh check out so check out Star Trek Radio Theater, our little radio play reenactments. We also have Super Mater Brothers Podcasting, a reality and scripted show that's not Star Trek, uh theme channel that's with Jeff and Jamil and others, where we talk about mostly uh right now Big Brother season what are we 24 now, uh, week eight of that show, three times a week, Sundays, Wednesdays, and Thursdays. We're talking about Big Brother USA. We talked about Big Brother Canada in the spring. We did Survivor as well, season 42, uh, a little bit after that. So check out all that in the Supermater Brothers podcasting uh, archives, as well as we have Trivial Debates, a monthly show. We are with movies, TV, sports, and more. Uh, on August 21st, we had an edition here with Chris Murphy, uh, judging Jody Simpson, Davin Skillhorn, and Chris Seymour. It was a fun one. Especially the predator question, I thought was in was particularly fun. Um, yeah, <laughs> if you have something to say, then say it for sure. So, check that out over on uh Trivial Debates. We'll have one in September as well. Uh, just trying to figure out when that will be. Uh, that song you and Davin sang should be on when we sang the enterprise theme song together. Why? Oh, yeah, we're going on Spotify, we're going number Damn, one. you baby. gotta
0: get off the drugs, my man. Yeah, no one wants right. to hear that.
2: So, um, yeah. <laughs> and so, uh, what else we got? Oh, Davin's got uh, Locutus of Trek, his Star Trek uh, channel. Uh, although we're talking about you forming a federation, just so you know. Uh, as well as um, his uh, X Men, the animated series, X Rated, every Tuesday uh, with his friend Andre, going through episode by episode, kind of very similar to what we do here on Star Trek. Um, they're just finished the Phoenix saga over there in season three. So, check that out. Uh, when is. I can't, can't come yet, Sam. Sorry. <laughs> you're on drugs <laughs> you hate assignment earth <laughs> <laughs> i'm not what one of the greatest earth.
3: episodes of all time
0: oh you are uh, definitely on drugs
2: <laughs> oh and uh and uh da- davin's indicating he's giving an eight out of ten for tonight's episode dawn wow we'll get it he probably some.
0: likes assignment earth as well he does he, he does <laughs>
2: Everyone me, does. It's, it's amazing.
0: Makes up for minefield
2: you know. And Sam thinks Davin should be a model. He thinks you should he should be on the runway. He thinks you should be on. Okay, the cat-
0: Sam. I want to know what you think he would model. Yeah, on the catwalk. <laughs>
1: on
2: the catwalk. Yeah, I do my little turn on the catwalk. That's right. That would be Davin. <laughs> da- uh, uh, Davin, I put your eight in for this episode, so you brought it up to a seven out of ten.
0: Sorry, way
2: to screw it up, Davin! We to screw it up. We had this firmly cemented as a six something. We just got here. Are you still in? Are you still in Quebec, Davin? Or are, you, are you like making your way? Or you, you haven't made Nova Scotia yet. I am a beautiful I'm man. A beautiful man. <laughs> <laughs> I wouldn't disagree. And you clearly so I met him now
3: in person. I concur. Yeah,
2: <laughs> he's stunning. He's got great eyes, Sam. He's got great eyes. Mm-hmm. We share some. Oh, oh, he's already made. You already made it home. Oh, wow, man, you booked it. Um for two days. Avan, wow. I don't want to quit you. Well,
3: but... when you're that good looking, people just
0: move out of yeah, the way. There's move move out out the <laughs> clear a
2: path <laughs> all the way to Nova Scotia.
0: He's the only person that could drive through Quebec and people drive away from him. Yeah.
2: yeah. Also, check out Let's Talk About Fighting Games with Sam Jerka, also known as Amen Mater, as well with his buddies over there on Spotify. And uh and the Hellbound podcast with Michael Chan and Alex Blackburn. All right. Um, uh, anyway i think that's it jody all right that's it that's it Play us uh out. I'm, I'm playing this out i'm gonna go back i think i had some longer ones here that i didn't use sorry guys normally uh this is i have a week worth of quotes here um, i'm disappointed i don't know about you guys i know me too uh let's go on this one okay we'll see you next time everybody you wouldn't have a universal translator on you